welcome to Little Seeds of Faith, a podcast where children help read a treasured Bible story, and we get a chance to explore and talk about the lessons we learn. Hi, my name is Joni, and I love reading. My most treasured book to read is the Bible. The Bible has great adventures, love stories, stories of hope and truth, and most importantly, stories of faith. Hello, welcome to Little Seeds of Faith. Um, I am so excited about today's episode. I'm here with John Michael, who likes to be called JM, and he's going to tell you about himself. So can you please tell us where you're from and how old you are? I'm nine years old from Valenzuela City, Philippines. Is English your first language? No. No. What language do you speak? Tagalog. Can you um, introduce yourself? Say your, is your name, can you say your name in that language or is it the same? Ako si Michael Anjam, nine years old, galing sa Valenzuela City, Philippines. Great. I love it. And so uh, you have been speaking English very long. And so this is um, new for you. And I'm excited that you are willing to uh, read with me in English because I do not speak your language. If um, We would have a big language barrier if we tried to just speak our own languages. So thank you so much for, for being adventurous and reading with me. It's really good. So JM, can you tell me some things about yourself? I am a wonderful big brother to my twin cousins. I want to be an airline pilot, and it is my dream to go to Australia. So you want to be an airline pilot. So is that so you can travel the whole world? Yes. Yeah, that's a great profession. And your dream is to go to Australia. What do you like about Australia? Yes. To see my mom and dad, and I heard Australia is beautiful. Yeah. When I was your age, I really wanted to go to Australia also. That was one of my dreams, more so for the animals. <laughs> but your parents live in Australia? Yes. Yes. Okay. And we'll get to your story in a little bit by why you are where you are and why your parents are in the Philippines. We'll get that to that at the end of the story, um, which is great. So what story... From the Bible, are we reading today? Cain and Abel, one of my favorite Bible stories. We find it in the book of Genesis, right? It's like the second, third, the third Bible story, maybe. We have the story of creation, we have the story of Adam and Eve, and then we have the story of Cain and Abel. Um, and so it's a very important Bible story. All right, so we're going to read the story of Cain and Abel, and that's found in Genesis 4. And we are reading verses 1 through 15. Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now, Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. So we'll stop right there real quickly. So we have two brothers. We have the older brother who is Cain and the younger brother who is Abel. That's right. And uh, Cain, what is his profession? What does he do? Farm. He's a farmer. Yeah. And 
Abel's a shepherd. That's right. So those are key and key things to remember throughout the story. Is that one's older, one's younger, and one takes care of uh, farming uh, as the produce, harvesting grain, um, those things, and we have another one who takes care of the animals. So in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering fat portions from the, some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, Will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It decides to harm you, but you must rule over it. Okay, we're going to stop right there. I think there was a lot there that we, I don't want to brush over. This is the point of the whole story here. Um, is this the first offering in the Bible? So, an Adam and Eve sinned, and uh, they remember they found out that they were naked. And they hid. They made clothes out of leaves. And that was not acceptable for them. And so God sacrificed an animal for them and made clothes out of the animal skin for them to cover them. Do you remember that story now? Yes. Okay. So that was the first offering that, we, that is recorded. And that is God showing them what is the proper offering. Not from the harvest, not the leaves that you, they cover themselves with, but with an animal, um, with bloodshed, okay? And we see this throughout the whole Bible, all the sacrifices, the majority, especially the sin offerings, has to be bloodshed, okay? So, which is important to remember, uh, because who is our, who, do you know who is our sacrifice, our big sacrifice? The best sacrifice Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Jesus. He's the sacrifice and he was a bloodshed, right? Yes. His blood was shed, right? So this is important to remember that we see this throughout the whole Bible, that the sacrifices that are done are the accepted ones are for the bloodshed because it points us to Jesus. Okay. And so it's time for sacrifices here in the story. And Cain sacrifices from his purpose. From his, from his fruits, right? And that's, that's not what God had told them to sacrifice. And we have Abel who sacrifices a bloodshed from his flock, which is the firstborn, a young, a youngin, right? A good flock. And that was accepted. And so God, so this time I guess God was speaking to, you know, there's very few people on the earth at this time. It's, you know, Adam and Eve and their children, Cain yeah. and Abel. Um, they probably had more children at this time to help populate the, the world. And God was in communication with them. And so God, so Cain gets to talk to God. What does God tell Cain to do about sin? God said Cain to do the right thing and his sacrifice will be accepted. Yeah, do the right thing and you'll be accepted. And at the very end, God says something about sin. Because sin is crouching at your door. Yes. And what does God say about sin? You must rule over it. You must rule over it. That's really important. 
for our lives. And it's a good, it's God's advice to Cain. And I think it's God's advice to all of us that sin is always there. Wanting to do things our own way is always there, but it's important for us to rule over it. Does, we're going to find out when we continue to read if Cain listens to God's advice or not. So let's continue reading and see what happens. Okay. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Raise your brother Abel. He replied, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which open its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain, so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. So we have Cain. He went away from his farm and from his home. Worse still, he went away from God. He had been too proud to listen to God's warning, and he had chosen to hate Abel and to murder him instead of loving his brother and being happy with him. Thank you so much for reading. So let's talk about um, Cain a little bit more here, okay? So we have Cain, um, who God talked to, and Cain um, did not listen. He gets his brother, and where does he take his brother? What happens? He killed him. Yeah. Why? He got jealous because God favored Abel's sacrifice than Cain. Yeah. Is that okay? No. Yeah. Do you have you ever felt jealous? Sometimes. Yeah, it's a feeling that comes. I get jealous of people, of things. Um, it's a very um, natural thing to happen to you. But what was God saying? That if, if you're jealous, you need to rule over it, which means you don't allow it to take over your life. But Cain, he got jealous, and he allowed it to take over his life. So he went out, goes out, and then he kills his brother. And then God talks to him and says, where's my brother? And what does Cain say? Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, he begins to lie to God. Can you lie to God? No. Why not? Yes. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, yeah, you can lie to God, but he knows you're lying, right? Like that's kind of, that was a tricky question. 
he knows that you're lying. Um, and that's not okay, is it? Yes. So, um, so Cain gets punished. What's his punishment? He will be driven from his people, no longer able to farm the land, and he will be a wanderer. Yeah. So that's important. Remember, what did Cain do for a living? Farmer. Um, so he was a farmer, and his punishment was he can't farm anymore. Does that seem fitting? Yes. Yes, it's very fitting. What part of the story that we just read excites you? When the two brothers both presented sacrifices to God, but only Amos was accepted, Abel presented the best animal he had as required by God. Cain offered from his produce. Yeah, the offerings. That's a really exciting part. Is you can picture these two brothers, like in a, like in a movie. You can see one bringing the harvest and one bringing the animals then you can see okay which one is the right one all right and we know which one was the right one it was Abel's you can kind of picture that in your head um and who shows this faith in this story Abel showed faith and complied with God as required for him he was faithful and righteous sacrificing to God the best he had he worshiped and worked wholeheartedly he did. He did. He did what was right. And just because you do what was right, does that mean you have a good life? Yes. Did Abel have a good life? No. What happened to him? He died, right? He did what was right, and he still died. And so it's a good thing to remember that even though we do what is right and we are good, and we listen to God, our life isn't always going to be easy, right? We still have trials and we still have people around us that might not be doing the right thing and they can hurt us. And this is what we see in this story here was that Abel did what was right, but he still had a hard life or he, his life ended. Okay. But he definitely showed faith and did what was right. Why is this story important to you? not to be angry like Cain, we should love our, bro our brothers and sister and do what God wants like Abel. Yeah, that's great. I, I really like that answer. Thank you. So we touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but why you wanted to go to Australia. Um, but can you tell us more about that and about time in your life and how you have to be courageous and trust God? I used to live with my biological parents in Mindanao, in the southern part of the Philippines. Way back then, I was sick and needed to be treated. The only means that time was for me to live with my auntie Rowena and her husband in Manila, who can give me everything and the medical treatment I needed. Though it was hard for me to leave my parents and siblings, I courageously accepted the arrangement. They adopted and loved me as their own son. God used them to take care of me. Yeah, it must have been hard leaving your parents. Yeah, how old were you? I think I was four. You were four. 
So, and you're nine now? Yes. So it's been five years. Yes. And you're, and you were sick. So you had to go to your aunts and uncles and they are taking care of you. Are you better now? Yes. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And so, but you're staying with them? I'm staying with my auntie Wilma and my answer, my auntie Wendy. Yeah, and so you're staying and they take good care of you. And so you can see at the age of nine that this is God taking care of you, having a good yes. aunt and uncle, yes. I, it's beautiful that you're able to see that. You can see already God working in your life. That he's providing um, people around you to take care of you. Yeah, I like that. It's beautiful. And I'm happy that you can see that God's still taking care of you. I bet you, is it probably still very hard today to be away from your family? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but... You know you're in a loving home? Yes. That's good. That's good. I really like to hear it. To hear that and to hear that you can see God working in your life. Thank you for sharing that with me. So do you have some questions um, about Cain and Abel that you would like to ask all the other Sunday school students that are listening in? My questions are, do they know who Cain and Abel were? Do they know what happened between them? If you were Cain, what should you do if your sacrifice was not, was not accepted? This is some really good questions to let us think. I like the last one especially. Is If you were Cain, what should you do if your offering were not accepted? We know that Cain ended up uh, letting sin rule his life. But what should you do? What would you do if God said, you know, you're not quite doing it right? I mean, it's a good question to think about. All right, so when I end the podcast, I like to ask if you've got words of wisdom, a joke, a fun fact uh, that you would like to share. So what are you sharing today? Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Okay, great. I love words of wisdom. It's not how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. That's a really good words of wisdom that go along with Cain and Abel because they were both giving. And is where it comes from, from the heart, right? So are you giving just to give? Or are you giving because you love uh, the person or the act that you are doing, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for reading with me. I enjoyed meeting you. I hope this podcast planted a little seed of faith in you today. If you would like to read with me, go to wcfoundation.org. Click on the little seeds of faith icon, scroll down, and there you'll find a spot that says apply here. Did you know that some of our outreach programs help those in financial, medical, and emotional crisis? Bad things happen in the lives of many. We believe in helping those who have stumbled. This includes assisting in the cost of emergency medical procedures, help to those who have lost employment or those facing a sudden challenge due to emotional difficulties. If you would like to donate, please visit wcfoundation.org and look for the link Invest in Faith.
How can you grow faith throughout your whole life? WCF's Faith Launch Program is designed to help you answer that huge question as you embark on your own life journey. The answer matters because the true measure of our life is faith, learning to set aside our instincts and to trust God and His Son. You develop this faith in the decisions you make, the relationships you form, and the trials you encounter. Faith Launch gives you a set of strong faith-building tools, connects you with a network of peers and mentors, and helps you reflect on the best faith plan to help guide you through your journey. Faith Launch starts fall 2020 and is aimed at young adults between the ages of 18 and 35. There is no cost to participate, and to better accommodate your schedule, much of the program will be delivered online. The program wraps up with a final retreat to weave together key learnings and send off participants with fresh faith inspiration. To find out more, visit wcfoundation.org slash faithlaunch.